0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of life of the lost my name is megan and today we are going to do a podcast without sam it has been an insanely crazy weekend usually we have some time to do a podcast on friday or saturday but we took on a lot of extra work and have not had time to barely even sleep or eat it's just been kind of reckless (laughs) but the show must still go on and when he comes back home later today I don't want to stress him out and say oh my gosh we still have to do a podcast just want him to get home I want him to relax but I also still wanted to be there for you guys I don't want to break the cycle and I know he'll be really relieved so right now it's just me and Oreo hanging out on bed just chilling but I really wanted to get into something that I've been thinking about recently and the more I think about it well, what really triggered me thinking about it is recently I decided to find a therapist, an in-office therapist. Before I've had a therapist where I've done done it virtually, and it felt very distant. And I, like, P.S. I really didn't like her. I was with her for I think maybe three or four months, but the problem was she would show up late. She wasn't very receptive to okay it's cool for me. It's like, okay, you show up late. Can we just stay like, you know, the same amount of time afterwards? So I feel like kind of getting what I'm paying for and I also feel good about it. And secondly, her phone would always go off in the middle of us having a session. So it was weird because I was like, all right, well maybe for this 45 minutes you could just pay attention to me because I just, please, I'm paying you. Anyways, I feel like a little guilty saying that, but it really didn't work out. She helped a little bit. And um, so I don't want to take that away from her, but I stopped and now going in person will be my first time. A little nervous, but I think it'll be good. I think I'll feel a lot better about talking with somebody in person and plus it takes you out of the house. Working from home and doing everything kind of from home isn't necessarily the easiest and then Sam works here too. So here I am going to be like venting about Sam and all these other things and he's in the other room. So a little bit uncomfortable. I feel like I'll be able to talk a bit more freely and just having like the space and this time to go in. So I'm really excited about that but I had to fill out kind of like this really long questionnaire of all of these questions and one of them was your childhood. Like, talk about your childhood and the people who were primarily in your household. And so I had to kind of break down the personality of my dad, my mom, and my brother. And then later on, there were some more in depth questions about everybody. And it really got me thinking about things I really haven't before. The one thing I wanted to talk about is expectations. I think for me, I have really high expectations for people around me, but I want to say primarily Sam because I, now that I look back, I think my mom did so much for us. She went out of her way. She did like anything she could for us. And I think my dad did too, but he did it in a different way. I think my dad did what he could with working You know, he used to work night shifts, I think, before my brother was even born. And a lot of the time he was traveling for work and he was gone. He missed a lot of things. And so he was providing in another way. My mom was providing more emotionally. My dad was providing more monetary, monetarily, financially. Um, Sorry, my mind is all over the place. Especially because, like, it was asking these questions that I've never thought in depth about. But I'll go back to my main point, and that is, uh, what is the word I just <laughs> used? I need Sam because he'll be like, "Oh, this is what you just said." Okay, now I'm like just completely not prioritizing. What? What, what did I say? I forgot. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm meaning to say is sometimes we have these expectations of somebody else, and for me, it's not good because I think. I can maybe I don't want to say handle a little bit more but I will give you an example so an example would be today I drove to Queens with Sam and we picked up Maya then we went back home Sam had something planned prior and picking up Maya was kind of a a last-minute decision we made we didn't want to go tomorrow long story short with schedule let's not even get into that (laughs) but So I dropped him off where he needed to be and then I took Maya and Oreo and Maya's been complaining a little bit about her clothes. She's getting to this age where I'm not sure if she's like seeing trends with her friends or what it is but she doesn't like the clothes that we have so I've been trying to kind of get her build her a little bit better wardrobe to her liking and we go drop off the car we go to five below because I kind of wanted to just like coax her into getting some clothes, and also I wanted to get us groceries, and that's not an easy feat with Maya and Oreo. So we get her to five below, and I get her say you can get whatever you can get two things whatever you want. I think she picked slime, her favorite, and then she also picked some kind of it looked like the, like a gummy, right? It looked like a uh, French fries. And it had like these cute little curly cues and she was eating them. She said it was really good. Then I took her to Marshall's and I took her to Burlington Coat Factory. And then maybe like five or six blocks away is the grocery store. So we're all walking to the grocery store and it's pretty cold. But we get there. I put Oreo in my backpack. He has a little dog backpack. And then I'm shopping with Oreo and Maya and it's incredibly crowded it's i knew it was gonna be it was okay i thought you know sam said tonight when he gets home we'll go grocery shopping but i don't want him to stress out about these things sam will not talk about it but he's going through a lot right now and it hurts me because sometimes i can't help in ways i wish i could so i guess i try to help a little bit more with things like maybe doing the podcast on my own or things such as going grocery shopping and take care taking care of some things for Maya and what I'm trying to learn is to not expect those things back right because I'm doing this in my own like I'm doing this because I'm trying to take care of all of us our family make sure we have food we're ready for next week but also trying to help him out um, and like just help his all around mental health. So it's like, Megan, me to me, talking to me, (laughs) you're doing this for your family. Now, please don't turn around and get home and don't turn around for when Sam gets home and be like, can you please help with this or this or this or this? Like, no, like, let's just take it easy because I'm very guilty at that. And it's something that I really feel bad about because, I think back to myself, right? I think I can do a lot more. And I'm not trying to be like brag, but I think I can do a lot more than a normal person can. Maybe it's like a capacity thing where I just, I'm able to just go, 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 go and just not stop and just keep going. And I know a lot of people can't keep up with that. They're like, no, like we did two things today let's like stop for the day and I'm like no I'm good for like five more and it's probably really overwhelming sometimes to be around me when I'm like that so I guess another example I'll give is during during the day I take Oreo out two times usually then I ask Sam to do it sometimes like one time and he does not he does not like taking oreo out it is not his favorite so he'll always try to bargain with me and i'll be like oh i'll clean the kitchen i'll clean the living room blah 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 which i actually love because i do not like doing the dishes sam does not mind and i love it so things like that i feel okay kind of making this bargain but then i just look back and think like maybe that's not a good thing not saying that's not a good thing necessarily a 100 percent, but i also just want to feel like i can do something and not feel like he has to do something in return because i did that i don't want to always feel like things have to be 50 50 because i know that there are some times where he's just not mentally okay and or depressed or anxious or sad or overwhelmed and i think You know, a lot of the time when we're on the podcast and he gets upset about something and he's very vocal about what he's saying and he's very dedicated, but it sounds like he's very angry. I think there is a lot of anger in him, right? But I think that, and it's not necessarily unjust anger, it's he's angry for specific reasons. He wishes he could do more with a lot of things, um, but it really comes from a lot of sadness. And I don't think he'll listen to this so but I know he'd be okay with me kind of saying that we had this conversation I think not last night but the night before and I told him you know sometimes it is hard to hear you get so angry when I know that a lot of it is sadness and that you don't want to let your guard down and it's hard for me to kind of hear that and he got super emotional. And it was nice because he did, he let his guard down a little bit more. And I think it's just, he's had a really hard time, specifically being a dad. I don't think it's easy to have your child for one week and let them go, have them come back to you and tell you things that, you know, are really out of your control, especially with her other side of her family, her mom's side. And he wants to protect her from so many things. He wants just what's best for her. But it's really hard when you're, you know, sharing a child. And I don't think people understand the magnitude of what that means to share a child. This isn't just like a a dog or a... (laughs) Like you're borrowing my water bottle for the weekend or... I don't even know. Like I don't even think I understand sometimes. And... (sighs) It's really hard on him it's always been really hard on him to let her go to walk by her room and (laughs) since she was three i've been here and when she leaves sam gets really distraught and sad and i i hate to see it because he's a really good dad and he just really wants to protect her to help her, to be there with her and I think uh, he's seen certain sides of her that, that scare him a little bit um, when she comes back from the other side of her family and I'm not sure I'm trying really hard not to talk like negatively or to be negative about that side but it is hard. Um, Maya's getting older, she's a lot more vocal about things, you know when she was three and four you would get little you know seedlings of, of conversations but now she's able to hold conversations, she's able to express herself differently, she lets me know what really bothers her and that's very complicated for me because I really try to take in what she's saying and not react i'm a very reactive person so if somebody says like something happened i'm like okay how can we fix it like right now what do we have to do what can i say how can i do it and um i don't want to be like that with her i want to think things through and be logical because i don't want her to become reactive like i am so right now i'm doing a bunch of unlearning and that goes the same with with me and Sam, just I'm trying to unlearn these habits of feeling like everything needs to be equal. It's not I don't feel good about that. I think um, kind of <laughs> rolling this back all the way to the beginning of the conversation is in i think I touched on this in um in this word document that I had to go through and kind of write all of these things about my family my mom my dad my brother it kind of led me to understand where this equalness kind of came from um where prior I don't want to say like trauma but prior things in my life that happened are kind of carrying over to now especially with Sam especially with Maya and I'm just trying to do a lot of reflecting and me looking at me looking at me, you know, just saying, is this, is this what you want? Is this how you want to be perceived? Is this how you want to be viewed? Can you do better at explaining yourself in a way where, that's another thing. Sorry guys, I have so many thoughts, (laughs) but and a thing that Sam has been teaching me recently is how to communicate with how I can better communicate with him and how he can better communicate with me. And because I'm reactive because I have a hard time taking like criticism in the moment, constructive criticism in the moment, um he really tries to tailor how he talks to me and he's always very if it's something kind of a little bit more serious, and I'm, I'm not seeing, like, a pattern. He'll be super calm and be like, hey, um, you know, you just did. It kind of, that's what I was talking about the other day. And he's not like, hey, this is what I'm talking about. That's me. I'm the second version. I'm very reactive in that way. And I'm trying to just pause when I get anxious, trying to go take a walk, trying to meditate, and just do things that i can kind of get my head out of my own get get out of my own way to be honest because that's ultimately what happens i get stuck thinking in old habits and old ways and then i project them and it's not good so i'm just trying to learn (sighs) and i just realized i didn't do the highs and lows of this week um this week what was my highs and lows oh so I made this planner a high would be I custom designed a planner maybe a few weeks ago and I finally got it back last week and I'm able to write in it and it makes me so happy because I like having like something physical I'm not a I'm I'm not like a digital person where I like to make notes in my phone so I can go back to them I like to make notes in a physical planner with a physical pen and then go back to them so that's been really nice this week. Um a con or a low would be I kind of got behind in work this week. I'm usually a week or two ahead, but because the last few weeks have been really overwhelming and me and Sam have been putting out a lot of fires recently, my work hasn't been top notch. Therefore I got behind In my head, I'm behind. In reality is, I'm right on time. But I like to just have, for me, I have, uh, it's very production-based. I have to submit a certain amount of cases every every bi-week. And usually I have maybe 20 cases already cooking before they need to be finished and delivered. And this week, I realized that I, I don't have those already. And then I'm just kind of pushing them out as I go. So that was a little bit hard for me. But I also tried to give myself a break. Because I know that I've worked really hard. And that this isn't the end all be all. I don't want to. And this is going to sound weird. And I know this is what Sam and I have touched on before. I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to be like a CEO of this company. I want to do my work. And right now I'm at like. 118 production percent which is fucking good you like you have to be at 95 and the fact that i'm on 118 makes me feel good my goal was to be at 125 130 for the, this whole quarter um i can do it but then i also think to myself hey like you're taking away from other things that you could be doing right like working on soupay or this podcast or spending time with maya or oreo or sam And this week I could have pushed a lot harder and got my score I ended this by week I think with a hundred percent I could have pushed my score up to 120 but I just said all right what is more important you're one a little bit anxious this week because you're behind two other people will be able to feel that if you're so anxious and it's you're so overwhelmed those feelings are going to start radiating onto other things and let's just try to keep this household as calm and as peaceful as possible and i feel like an adult having these thoughts (laughs) because it is not easy to it's not easy to kind of for me at least to to always be a team player and I think that's very kind of like team player mentality. Just like Sarah says, like next, next play, next play. And yeah, I think that was my high and my low for this week. And what else? I think I'm just been reflecting a lot lately on being a lot more grateful of the things I do have we've been spending some time with sam's mom she's going through some things right now too and if sam wants to talk about that i I feel more comfortable with him talking about it but that's also really aiding to sam having a hard time right now i think he's (laughs) he he does a really good job at covering up sometimes his true feelings with things and that's not a good thing either so we've talked about him seeing a therapist he, his mom has had him in therapy like his whole life, just you know, with adoption, her thinking that he might need help um, figuring out adoption and things like that. So I remember him talking to me about him being in therapy as a kid and him just not even really knowing it was therapy, just coming in, like eating some snacks and hanging out. And she's like, okay, and you know, answering questions and not really understanding what, what was going on. But I think that's kind of cool. I uh, know that my mom always wanted me to attend therapy. When I was younger and I was just so anti-everything um, when it came to getting help for, for anything. Which is why I'm really trying to push myself forward and just keep getting help that I need. This week was a really big week for me trying to get help medical-wise. I've been in and out of the doctor um, for the past month and it's been really overwhelming while they can't figure out this one thing that's been wrong. Sam thinks it's genuinely stress that's causing it because I've had so many tests done and no doctor has figured it out. But besides those weird things, this weird thing happening, um, I don't really, so I'm such a, I feel like outgoing person. I talk about things, but this is just really weird and it's really something I've never dealt with. It's very uncomfortable. So maybe one day once it's like completely over with, I will talk about it (laughs) but right now it's almost I don't it's not embarrassing it's just weird but anyways (laughs) I also um am going to get an ultrasound for sorry if this is TMI (laughs) for like my ovaries just to make sure everything's okay with that because sometimes I get weird pains and my sister I don't remember if it was what kind of cancer that they found or what kind of tumor they found when she was maybe in her early 20s so I'm always very nervous and that led me to actually ultimately get genetic testing in about 2018 and they say to check back in with them to see if I have any other things that come up such as Well, not things that come up. So what actually ended up happening is they were testing my genes. They found out that my thyroid cancer, it's not something I can pass down, which is why like I genuinely think that I got thyroid cancer because I made myself so sick. I stressed myself out. I had anxiety and depression and all of these manic things that I never dealt with, that I never really told people about. And I genuinely like call me crazy I genuinely think I gave myself thyroid cancer, and uh, maybe that's a conversation for another time, but (laughs) so I was really glad that that's not something I can pass down to kids if I ever have them, and what else did, oh, they found these kind of weird BRCA things, they weren't sure what they are, they also told me that they didn't think they would have enough data for Peruvians in their database, and that, to come back you know check every year just to make sure that the this these kind of odd braca things weren't anything suspicious that I should be worried about so I have an appointment this week and I'm really looking forward to hearing any anything else that they have found so I have that also and then I also have a an ultrasound for my kidneys I had a really bad kidney infection I think about two years ago now and sometimes when I get anxious or overwhelmed they start feeling really weird again it's the same area that was hurting really bad is feeling warm and I know that's not good it kind of feels like an infection kind of brewing once again it could be stress causing this and I just want to make sure everything's okay so I saw a urologist the other day and they suggested I do that and I'm supposed to <laughs> get a tooth implant in about two weeks, but I cancel that appointment and need to kind of figure that out. I'm actually pretty scared for that. I know I'm being a big baby and it's my last it's the tooth in the very back that needs to be replaced and they said if you don't replace that then the tooth on the top is gonna kind of start wondering where that tooth is and it'll start pushing itself down. Which, I don't know, if you're a dentist, please tell me if that's true or not, or if they just want my money. But, yes, I'm a little afraid about that. So this week was just kind of me focusing on those things that I've been really pushing off. And I'm excited to kind of get those done and over with. I think a lot of the time, everything else comes first, and I disregard my health. So I think that's really good to put that in front and center this week and this next coming week i think will be really good we set ourselves up although we worked really hard this weekend we set ourselves up to have a good week this upcoming week and it's getting to be that time where i must go make dinner for oreo and maya myself do some laundry clean the house and just get everything ready Oh, and the Vikings are playing. Oh my gosh, I'm missing the game. Okay. (laughs) Alright guys, I hope you have a super good week and sorry if this sounds a little weird because (laughs) I'm just recording it on my phone. I literally, I'm so sorry I didn't have the, the patience to get down the microphone and the Rodecaster Pro and set all these things up. I just wanted to still be here for everybody who listens regularly and i just i appreciate you guys i really love you and yes i hope you have a great week and as sam always says every time peace